Hello and welcome to DAM, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my Acute Mental Neuroses. Oh, so much to get through. So little time. Uh, I had an appointment with the probation officer today, which I will talk about, but it has left me uh, a little short on time. I'm trying to get everything done. Yesterday I spent the day recording and editing with Deb and having a business meeting with her, uh, which I will talk about as well. And uh, it's just, it's time management has not been great. Um, I kind of wasted the second half of yesterday playing video games. Gee, what a shock. Uh, you can hear all about my love of the Horizon Zero Dawn DLC or downloadable content expansion, Frozen Wilds, on this week's No Applause, as well as me making death threats against uh, Don Henley. So anyway, let's just jump right in the list you cannot see with all sorts of stuff. We'll just start with the probation officer thing. Everything's fine. Everything's going well. There is talk about an early termination of probation eventually. If I, you know, get everything done, which I'm doing great, which it'd be nice to, you know, not have to pee in a cup uh, several times a month. So there's that. And um, hopefully an early uh, termination of probation would help my chances at reinstating my driving privileges, which I'm having difficulty with because I don't have a car. And all the things the DMV want from me to reinstate the privileges uh, assume that I have access to a vehicle, which I do not outside of my own legs. So I'm paying insurance on a car that doesn't exist, and I have an insurance writer on a car that doesn't exist, and apparently I need to put some, it's like you breathe in it so you're not drunk driving, it's called an interlock. Uh, I need to put that in a car that doesn't exist. So I'm having issues with the DMV because I have a car that doesn't exist. That's right. So I'm dealing with that, but everything else uh, is fine. Um, she recommended that I really push on my community service, which I need to get done. She said it's common that it's usually the last thing done, and it's because it's such a pain in the ass. And, you know, it, it's not that it's a pain in the ass for me. Um, I mean, I don't drive said car that doesn't exist, uh, aforementioned even, but that I go to do my community service, and it's so fucking boring. And I don't mean boring like I'm doing something I don't want to do. I don't care really what I do. It's that I go to, like, a charity service, and there's nothing for me to do, so I just mill about doing nothing and it's like well this is fucking pointless so I do have a number I'm going to call um that's not Ghostbusters or Carly Rae Jepsen even so I'm going to be uh calling them and finding if there's some, uh, a community service service uh place that I can that's a, a bit more suited I I uh I had talked to the people in MAD Mothers Against Drunk Driving about like, answering phones and doing data entry for them, something closer to, like, my skill set. I mean, I'm not asking to design their brochures and flyers, so that would eat up a lot of time and be fun and be in my wheelhouse in terms of skill sets. But but going to, to Goodwill and just rearranging shit on shelves for hours at a time because there's nothing else for me to do, it's just silly. So, um, there's that. There's that update. So, everything's going well. Um, my classes, my therapeutic classes are going all right, it's not that I'm having any problems, it's just that there's not a whole lot of therapy, it's it's all book-based, which I've 
gone through therapy before and it's actually fucking therapeutic. It's actually fucking therapy. And this is like very academically, it's very, not abstract, but it's very intellectual when it's like, you, you can't talk about therapy on an intellectual level in terms of practicing it and and implementing it. It's It's got to be, I need to talk about my feelings and open up and talk about what's bothering me. And I mean, I do get a little bit into that because I go, well, how was your week? Well, it was fine. Or I had, you know, a small conflict with my boss because he said that sometimes I can sound short and inappropriate. Not a shock if you know me. And, uh, you know, stuff like that. But it's like, when, he, when they talk about creating empathy it's like, that needs to be practiced. It can't just be read in a book and then it's like, well, and now work on your skills, like, without any guidance, true guidance, or, or you know, um, work put into it. It, it. I know some of these people just don't do the work, and I've done the work, and I'm trying to get back to being okay, and this therapy is, uh, it's not, not quite what I thought it'd be, really. Uh, new business beginnings. I, I talked about that I had a business meeting with Deb. We sat down uh, yesterday before recording and we went through what I refer to as the minutes, which is something oldie timey people used to do at meetings, um, which is, you know, pretty much recounting what's going on in the last meeting. But for us, it's I make a list of what we need to talk about because I think of so much shit on a daily basis that I need to write it down. And some of the things we talked about are amending our articles of organization, which sounds incredibly boring and is. I'm not going to get too much into it, other than I sat at a place uh, drinking Pepsi and, or it was Dr. Pepper actually, uh, and writing legalese, um, writing amendments to this legal document. And I had to church everything up, and I've got to get everything signed. Once we get everything finalized, um, now this sounds relatively simple and difficult at the same time. Um, the really difficult part wasn't necessarily writing it. Uh, I knew the points I wanted to make. I knew in, you know, mostly how I wanted to phrase it, but it was a matter of going to Deb and saying, here's what I want to change. Here's what I want to delegate to you. Here's what I think you should do for the company. That's, you know, if we want to really kick it in the ass, here's what we need to do. And here's what I need you to do. And she was a little hesitant and, um, it's something that I think she's going to think about. And we're going to touch base again about it next week. And I'm going to go, what do you think? Um, I'll be changing our business cards um, to reflect a few of the more professional changes. Apparently, according to the state of Colorado, we have to have a CEO, secretary, and treasurer. Um, So one of my amendments uh, pretty much combines all of those duties into one, uh, which I'll be doing. And Deb will be in charge of booking our live events. Yes, we're going to be looking into doing live events uh, maybe not live dams. I mean, I guess we could, and I could open it up to Q&A, but we will probably be doing live, no applause, just the clap. I guess, yeah, I guess I could do live dam. Mr. Right, not so much. It's very more geared towards being um, an intimate one-on-one with me and my computer as opposed to an audience. But I guess we could do, uh, I could, uh, yeah, I, I could. We, I guess we could reach out to Friction and my friends Danny and Colin who run Friction Magazine, which is a non-profit literary um, anthology magazine series, and uh, we could probably do something live and, and have the authors there and do Q and A's. Like, yeah, well, I can see I need to write that down because I think of so much shit all the fucking time. One of the things I thought of randomly was that my friends in a band and they were celebrating the twentieth anniversary of their first album, and it was one of those where I thought, oh my god, like you know, I read about these. 
you know, with, with, you know, growing up in the eighties, like all of this stuff is hitting like, you know, 25, 30 year anniversaries of the stuff I love. And yes, it makes me feel old, but it made me think about like, wow, like when I look back on damn two years ago, a year ago, um, even sometimes you know, six months ago and how much, uh, things can change, how much some things don't, um, how I've progressed, how I've backslid and then reprogressed, stuff like that. It makes me wonder what dam is going to look like in 20 years, which, God, I hope not, because I probably won't have any teeth. I'll be senile. I'll make less sense than I do normally. Um, or I can make for great recordings. I'll be like, I don't know, the squirrels keep stealing my, you know, visions or whatever. Um, you know, the sun won't stay off my lawn. So, and other such things I'm sure I would yell when I'm old and infirm of mental capacity. So, uh, next, I know this is such, I'm already at, at the 10 minute mark without, you know, editing. So I'm sorry, this is going to be a shorter episode. I know I'm slamming through this. I know I'm talking fast. Uh, I blame the uh, second cup of coffee that I had uh, on my way back from the probation officer appointment. That was a very large chai with two shots of espresso that I'm pretty sure is coursing through my system like a jacked-up racehorse. There's a possible new lady on the horizon for me. Um, it, you know, I am fairly oblivious to when girls like me. This has been a thing since, well, forever, really. Um, part of it probably stems from I don't feel co comfortable with the idea of being worthy of love and praise, uh, which comes out of, you know, a, a domineering grandfather, um, a verbally uh, abusive, I mean, really, in, in hindsight, uh, maybe not then, I mean, it was, you know, the 80s and you could smoke in a closed-off apartment with a child in it and no one thought any different. But, you know, having, a, a in hindsight, verbally, you know, abusive father, I'm not going to get into the whole neuroses of it, but I, I'm not good at um, recognizing positive emotional interactions. And it took, it usually does take someone, you know, kind of a, an arbitrator, an outside person to go, uh, yeah, they're making the googly eyes at you. And we nicknamed, uh, well, I, uh, this, I had a coworker who called her this, and then I brought it up um, to Deb, and I think we were just going to run with the nicknames. I always nickname the girls on these shows out of respect. Um, that, you know, we call her the smitten. So, um, but, uh, she seems really fucking cool. And I, uh, she had plans on her Friday and my Friday, which was Sunday. And, uh, she had plans with her dad to go see a movie. And I was like, cool. I've seen the movie. It was, uh, Thor three Ragnarok. And I was like, yeah, we'll totally, you know, talk about it when, you know, you show back up. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, and sometimes we go out after work and you have an open invitation, which I'm sure I've got a coworker who I go out with frequently and will be like, what the fuck? Um, and I'll be like, yeah, you're going third wheel on this motherfucker. Um, and speaking of that uh, associate, that friend, uh, works perfectly as a segue. I found out, I think, I, I am 99.9% .9 sure that my Batman-like deductive abilities have led me to the correct conclusion that he lied to me. To my face. Bold-faced he was to my face, which was not bold. Uh, italicized at best, really. That was a typography joke. They don't uh, come out much because they're not very funny. Um, but I found out that I think he lied to me, and I think he did it to protect himself, which 
yes, it does sound extremely selfish and is, but I, I can play devil's advocate. I can use that empathy that I was talking about at the very beginning of the show with the therapy and all that shit that, you know, I, I can see why he would have done it, um, whether I agree with it or not, ultimately. I can see why he would have done it. My thing is, like, he, he did it out of a, a sense of preservation for something that I would never do, which is open my big fat mouth. Now, yes, I understand the irony of talking about this on a podcast that goes on the internet that hundreds of people listen to. I get it. But I'm being vague enough and, you know, and, and you know, uh, redacting enough of the information verbally that I don't feel I'm giving, you know, I'm, I'm not just running up and screaming this shit out in the streets of, you know, wherever there are streets. So, you know, I, this is one of those, I'm going to bring it up to him. Um, I'll see him. And he listens to the show. That's the best part is he's going to hear about this after he and I have, have uh, I've confronted him about this. So I will have an update about it next week that he will most likely hear and know what's going on. But um, by the time this this comes out, I will have already um, confronted him, and I, I'm you know I'm gonna be you know I'm I'm fine about it. It's just I want to know the internal logic that he had that led to him saying or, or misleading me in, in a very large way um, about a certain situation with him. Um, why he felt he had to do that, why he felt, I don't know, scared, um, about things or apprehensive. So, uh, but it's, it's, you know, it's one of those, I make jokes that I hear, I'll see, I'll know all. And I really wish people would realize that I do for the most part. Um, you know, like I said, my Batman, like deductive reasoning led me to like, you know, through a series of not only conversations, but, um, other things things that I'm not going to say because then he'll he'll figure it out uh, how I figured it out and I don't want to give him an avenue to if he lies to me again or misleads me again to know how I got to my conclusion because I don't want to give him an, a, a, the ability to keep covering it up. Um, I want him to know that I know and I have my ways of finding out um, that was directly directed at him directly. So, anyway, I'm off to go redesign our uh, my new business card and change Debs a little bit. I also have a few other things. I probably will not get a uh, Fear Agents illustration done this week. I think it's the first time in something like four months. I probably won't knock one out. Um, and I've got to start our Christmas variant covers. We're going to be doing two this year. Um, hopefully, I'll, I'll knock one out next week along with um, one of the Fear Agents illustrations. There's a whole bunch of stuff I got to update. Uh, I did update our blog, which is me rewriting something I wrote in high school. That's really funny, so go check it out at our website uh, under the link calendar slash blog, uh, and let me know what you think on Twitter and Facebook and all that social media stuff. So from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug, and from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my Acute Mental Neuroses, World's Greatest Detective Edition. Good night. Internet. If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.